Hey everybody and welcome to the first episode ever of Pull Up A Seat. I'm Alex Starr and I was lucky enough to get a guest on, my good friend Sarah Sturgis, who was extremely open about her story down the dark path of alcohol and a little drugs thrown in there, but eventually to her resurrection. The audio quality is extremely lacking. Um, you can hear us uh, decently clearly, but there's some echo, some reverberation. It is not indicative of the way my podcast will be run, but this is one of my first ones. So cut me a little slack, please, and uh, do your best to listen beyond my technical glitches and uh, enjoy Sarah's story, um, which is amazing, and she really portrays it um, in a really humorous way. You'll see. Anyway, enjoy. Welcome to Pull Up a Seat with your host, Alex Starr. I'm here with Sarah Sturgis. I'm Sarah Sturgis. <laughs> Hello, we're sitting out on your patio. Yes, we are. In Los Angeles. It's a nice day. It's a beautiful day. It's not too bright here in the shade. No, it's actually a really good spot. It is. For this. It's good um, for the sound. You're good acoustics, man. <laughs> it's like totally LA out here. I need my aviators. Wait, what is a bird? Isn't bird watching called aviary? <laughs> That's a bird cage, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a bird cage. Um, so, you know the reason why I wanted to talk to you on this. Intervention. <laughs> Intervention. <laughs> you need to focus. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about um, being sober for the past, how long has it been? Um, this month it'll be one year and a half. Holy moly! I know. Because last time I talked to you was, well... A year! It was exactly a year. Well, it's not, it was April, it was probably like April 5th or something like that. Well, it was, yeah, April, the end of, April 17th is the actual day. April 17th is? <laughs> so, how did that, yeah, how did that come about? That's, because I remember I talked to you a little bit about it at Ryan's house. Was but, I being vague? But I was like six beers in. <laughs> And you were like, no, I'm sober. Oh, You're like, uh, what? <laughs> we won't talk about this right now. Yeah, well. But, but yeah, I wanted to hear about more about it. So You want to hear my story? Yeah. Okay, well. <sighs> well, I had always known I was a special child. <laughs> no, I, well, I'll go back to like my drinking days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to start from. Which, I don't think you ever saw me drunk. <laughs> your face. I was like, what? I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. Well, um, I started drinking when I was in high school, uh-huh. like a lot of California kids tend to do. Right. And it was fun. And, um, and there were definitely some times where it got out of control. I blacked out for the first time in high school, which was scary. That's still kind of thrilling because I didn't really feel bad because I didn't remember anything. And 
I mean, we, we hung out in like circles that overlapped in college, I would say. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of drinking that went on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, um, pretty typical college. Pretty typical yeah. college experience. Yeah. And, um, gosh, I mean, I've always, I've always been in like social circles that were drinking social circles. And then when I graduated college, I was started working full time and I drank not excessively. And I guess it kind of, I guess like the beginning of my realization or the beginning of the end <laughs> of my drinking days came when I moved to San Francisco. That's right. Mm-hmm. What happened there? Because <laughs> I can take a guess. Try. Well, because I think you remember, well, not really guess. I think you told me a little bit about it, but like start doing San Francisco is notorious for other types of drugs too. Mm-hmm. And then the drinking, I mean, the, that's all there really is to do in, in a big city like that, especially when you're in the right crowd, you know, or the wrong yeah. crowd, I guess. Depends on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah. Like, the, the right crowd for a while. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I don't think this is right. Yeah. Well, the glass was always half full, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Right. right. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was. It was definitely who I hung out with, who I chose to hang out with, and who just I hung out with um, mutually through other friends. And I, um, yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of money. And so I was going out all the time. Mm-hmm. In college, I had, like, smoked, I'd smoked my fair share of weed. And then at the end of, can you, like, talk about drugs? Yeah, I'm talking okay. about anything, yeah. <laughs> this is an open forum. <laughs> um, well, my senior year of college, I started doing a lot of coke. Uh-huh. Um, like, I guess you could say recreationally. I wasn't, like, doing code, like, at school or, like, going to school, like, high or anything like that. But it was definitely an every weekend thing. And it was a lot of fun. And I did it with friends. And it just made everything kind of more speedy and exciting. Yeah, as coke tends to do. <laughs> as it does. And, um... That's why people like it so much. I think that might be why. Yeah. yeah. And it's a shame it doesn't last longer because... Yeah. Because you do so much of it. (laughs) (laughs) You, I mean. Oh, I mean, I've done it. No, I'm just kidding. I mean me. I did a lot of it. Yeah. So then I... Yeah, it lasts 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah, it does. It's very short-lived. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and so I started drinking a lot when I moved. And as you said, that is, that was like a main social, excuse me, a social event if you will. I mean, everything revolves around drinking and there's so many fun bars and everything's so different. And it was definitely like, um, let's meet for a drink. Let's meet for a drink. And which is so funny because I remember that so well, but now I can't, I mean, I haven't said that in so long. And, um, so yeah, it got to, I remember it got to a point where it was like pretty, it was pretty, I, I started feeling guilty because I was, um, nannying and I was definitely drinking every day, not during the day, but like after I'd get off work, I would like go drink and I felt bad cause I felt like if they saw me like outside of work, then I wouldn't be a good role model. Uh-huh. And so that was like in the beginning when I started to realize that I needed to reevaluate. And then I, I blacked out really, really badly one night and in the morning, I didn't have my phone. I didn't have internet at my new apartment, and I didn't know where my roommate was. 
and I had to go to work and she didn't have a house key. And so I was like trying desperately to like get a hold of her, but no, I didn't know anybody that lived in my neighborhood. And right. so I was like running from like cafe to cafe asking if I could use a phone and I was no like way. drunk and like, <laughs> just like, I can't, I can't imagine what I looked like. And it was disheveled and unbecoming and just frankly haggard. Right. <laughs> I'm sure I looked fit together. <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm like a... I'm sure I was wearing heels. Yeah. Ooh, were you? <laughs> were you carrying the heels walking down? No, like I slept at home. Right. Like I woke up alone. Thank right. God. Yeah. But yeah, and I remember like, I remember I finally did meet up with my roommate who's my best friend. Um, I said, you know, like something has got to change. Like I've been blacking out for a long time and like, it used to be cute and funny and now it's not. Right. So you were 24. I was 24. 24 yeah. yeah. I just turned 24. Right. And, um, she agreed. Okay. Oh, not a lighter fan, huh? I lost it. Wow. Matches are more aesthetic. Good, good word. <laughs> good, okay. <laughs> Trying to sound smart. Um, yeah, and she agreed, and um, and I remember we were having breakfast. We were eating pancakes at this little, really good breakfast place, actually. If you remember in San Francisco, go to the Golden Egg. <laughs> what what, what uh, district is that in? What neighborhood? It's in the Tenderloin. Well, what the fuck that is? <laughs> it's like the ghetto. No, it is. Yeah. Okay. But it's worth it. It's this little, it's kind of like La Barca in a sense. Like you pass it and you're like, I would never go in there. Right. But it's really good. Right. And their orange juices always are. I know. Their orange juices are really good. And fresh squeezed? No. <laughs> I don't know where it's from, but it's good. The orange juice? Yeah. It's not fresh squeezed? It's not. Well, maybe it is. They keep it in jugs though, so I would assume they'd buy it from somewhere. But maybe. I mean, it's like bought, it's fresh. fresh squeezed. I just don't know. Because you can taste the difference. I'll call them after this. <laughs> There's a lot of pulp if you're into that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Good texture. <laughs> Country crunchy living. Crunchy peanut butter. Yeah, it's like... Oh, yeah. I going to say crunchy OJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pulp well, just makes it more authentic. I don't know. It I'm makes saying, it oh, like... It just like came from the farm. It makes it feel like you're like going to get... You're going to get like all your nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing was squeezed out of this. Yeah. It's all here. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so we were eating pancakes, and I remember I was eating, thinking, and I was like, I drink when I'm happy, and when I drink when I'm happy, because she was saying, how many drinks did you have last night? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and that was the god honest truth. I had no idea. And, you know, like, I was newer, and, like, I had made new friends, and people were buying drinks. I was buying drinks, and I was, like, on a martini kick then, so there were a lot of martinis. And how Cosmo of you. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but, but I remember I was like, when I'm happy, I drink a lot. Cause I just like, you know, drink more cause I feel happy. Right. And then I was like, but when I'm, when I'm bummed out, I drink a lot too. Right. To get back to being happy. Yeah. And yeah. like when I, I said that out loud and I was like, holy fuck, I can't take that back. Like, that's really bad. And to me, it just seemed like it had been going on for so long. It wasn't like that's the first time that that had happened. It was the first time I was really acknowledging it. And I just thought that has, like, that's bad. And there, there is addiction in my family. And 
I don't want to, I don't want to tamper with that. And, or I don't want to put myself in that position to become dependent or addicted. And so, yeah, I kind of made that realization and I didn't stop drinking then, (laughs) but it was only like a week more that I was even there. And it was, it was a, a building epiphany. Mm -hmm. One of those. That happens too. It does. And so then I, um, then I, so I was, and I was doing, I was doing coke every now and then I'd been introduced to Molly. And so I was doing that too. And, um, one, and then, I mean, things were kind of, I was far away from home, the farthest I've ever lived and my relationships back here in Southern California were weak and I felt disconnected and I knew that that was, I knew that that was bad. And I don't think it was, I think it correlates with my drinking or partying a lot, but I don't think it was, you know, right directly causation. Okay. Cause and causation. Yeah. Yeah. And so correlation, causation, correlation and causation, yeah. cause yeah. and causation. Just add the Asian. <laughs> add the Asian on the end of anything. It just sounds better. And so, sense and sensation. <laughs> and so I, um, so I had, I had, I don't remember how much longer, probably about a week I was up there and I, um, I think like, um, like all the drugs and alcohol just like really, really began to affect me. Uh-huh. And I like really lost sight of myself emotionally and mentally and I was really unstable and I tried to flee the city. Wait, what? <laughs> In like a taxi? Um, on the ferry to Alcatraz Island. I tried to get into Alcatraz. That'd be sweet. <laughs> that would be a really good story. This one isn't as... So you wake up one morning and... I woke up one morning and... I'm, it. I'm fleeing the country. Yeah, or at least the county. At least, at least the county. And I, um... I tried to walk to the airport. <laughs> Wait, so were you drunk at this point? I was, well, you say, you say you wake up and realize, but really I hadn't, I hadn't slept in a couple of days. Okay. (laughs) You're like a a bender. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure I was like coming down off of something or another and, and I hadn't drank in, I hadn't drank in like two days, which was like a lot. Like I I was up there for like the first, the first like four months of the year and I, I remember there were like two nights that I didn't go out and those like stick out to me. Cause I remember four months. Yeah. Yeah. Including weekdays. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money too. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money, but I'm a girl, you know? So yeah, it's true. It is true. Yeah. You can pull out your wallet at lunch. Um, don't assume that I was drinking every lunch. No, no, no. Oh, you mean today? (laughs) Take care of me, boys. Um, yeah. But, um, no, I just knew you were a gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, though. Girls, even though we both know what each other's doing, girls, it annoys me so much when girls don't even, not you, like, if we're going to take it on a date, like, you know. Yeah. 
you're totally cool that way. But when I go on a date and they don't even pull it out, even though we both know I'm fine. Yeah. Just that when they like don't even pull it out and they're just sitting there like. You don't even pull what out? Their wallet or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on one of those dates in a while. <laughs> That's why it's on the booth. <laughs> no, no, I know what you mean. Wow, is that annoys you? So, shiv- so chivalry's dead. No, just like at least somewhat <laughs> of like a. Yeah. I totally want to pay for it. I'm going to for yeah. sure on like the first few days, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that would be annoying. But anyway, so you get free drinks. I get free drinks. Right. I, so tend, I tend to get free drinks, and um. Two girls always do. Girls tend to, <laughs> um, but I yeah. So I hadn't I had a drink in a couple of days, uh-huh. and I tried to walk to. I was like I was really I was really I was really out of my mind, and I tried to walk to the airport, and I called my sister who we were not on speaking terms at the time. Oh really? I told her to buy me a ticket. <laughs> I was leaving San Francisco, and I needed her to come pick me up at LAX, and that I was in danger. And that I needed to come home. And, and she said to me, she said, you're like, you're out of your mind. You're being like, she was, she was really upset with me. And she like tried to lecture me. And I was like, listen, Brittany, (laughs) for once in your life, just listen to me. (laughs) All hysterical. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I was, I was in that morning. I was in Pacific Heights because I quit my job. And I walked all the way to like South San Francisco and which is like seven miles. Wow. And it was a long morning. But I went by like that. <laughs> and so I'm like on the phone and and my sister's like like now she's concerned and like right. she was like begging me to get in a cab and I was like, No, I don't trust cabs, like I'm not getting in a cab. She begged me to get um she begged me to get in an Uber, right. and I refused. That was even, like, more sketchy of a prospect. Um, but then I wound up doing it, and then they took me to the airport, and I tried to get my ticket, and I was really frenetic. I was just, like, I just felt like there was some impending doom that was going to hit, and I didn't know what, but I knew that it was, like... So you having kind of, like, a, like a, just a panic attack, nervous breakdown? Yeah, basically. yeah. Or- yeah, that's exactly it. Was it from not drinking from the two days, or was it the accumulation of <laughs> I think all it was of a, that? It was a lot. Right. It was everything. And, like, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't deal with um, emotionally in college because, like, familial issues because I was in college. Right, yeah. And because it was out of sight, out of mind. And then right. it felt like when I graduated that it all kind of amounted, and I didn't know how to. Right. And so leaving helped, right? But it was just you know suppression, and so there I was at the airport, and I tried to get my ticket from the southwestern counter, and um, the woman's like, "You don't have a ticket," and I was like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> and she was like, "Your ticket's tomorrow," and I just lost it, and I was like, "Brittany, my ticket's not until tomorrow." She's like, "I know, Sarah. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Calm down." And so I don't listen. I walk to the to the um, to the, what's it called? The security line. Yeah. Like where you start like putting your stuff in boxes right. and stuff. You have to have your ticket. You have to so, have your boarding pass. <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> and, and I, and I said to the guards, I said, I, I don't, I need to be searched. I really need to be searched. And I had a bag. Wait, that's what you told them? I told them that I wanted to be searched. And they were like, what? 
<laughs> no, they were they were very very unimpressed. They were like, "Please get in line." And I was like, "No, no, no, you don't understand. Like, I need to be searched right now." And they were like, "Why did you say that?" I felt like, okay, this is where it's like really crazy. I felt like okay. I had been like, I felt like I was being like framed for something. And so you were just in a crazy, <laughs> paranoid, nervous breakdown state. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really was. Yeah. And, um, and I had a lot of, I had a lot of like anxieties and misplaced suspicions about the people I was working for. Mm -hmm. And they, um, they were, they were pretty private of a family and that just made me more suspicious. Coke didn't help either. <laughs> I'm sure the coke didn't help. <laughs> I wasn't scratching. <laughs> They're like, get out of the bathroom! <laughs> no, I was never like that. It was never like that. Yeah, yeah, no, but I just felt like, I felt like I had, I feel like I needed to be, I mean, it's, it's very metaphorical when you think about it, but I feel like I needed to be, like, found out or, like, purged or, like, oh, you know, something. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, search me, search me, search me. And they're like, get in line, get in line, get in line. And I was like, I don't have a boarding pass. <laughs> yes. And then I, um, and then, and then they were like, ma'am, please get in line. And I was like, am I not crazy enough right now? Like, I swear to God, I'm fucking losing my shit. Like, please search me. I'm not well. And they were. Oh shit. You yeah. said all that? I said to all the, that and more. To the TSA, right? To the TSA. That's, TSA, that's yeah. that. Yeah. Those are the guys. And then they were like, ma'am, like they really like were like very, <laughs> like, non, they were, yeah. they were still nonchalant at this point. They were nonchalant. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like going to have to make bigger waves. And I was like, okay, so this is 2013 the spring. So this is shortly after the Boston marathon. Oh, yeah. And so then I said to them, I said, okay, would, would you search me if I told you I had a bomb on me? I know. You said that to them? I did. How are you sitting here? I know. You should be like in the CIA compound. <laughs> A year and a half later, yeah, some gonna, white girl gets to <laughs> curl down. No. So then they, so then like that, somebody else appeared, cuffed me. No way. This is in front of everybody, too. Like, is the whole, like, security line stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, okay. And they brought me to a room, like a holding room, and I was, like, I felt, like, a little bit better, because I was, like, okay, like... Now people are going to, I don't know. I just felt like That's really more protected. Yeah. It's almost like, okay, they'll, they'll find out what's wrong with me. Kind yeah. Of thing. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And then I, um, then I, then they, well, long story short, it's a very long story, Alex. Yeah. I don't have the time for it. Okay. And then I wound up at a hospital. They did a psych, they put me in a 5150. Because they thought that I was going to harm myself. Okay. Which I wasn't. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, <laughs> I'm trying to save myself. <laughs> and I had all these, like, I really did feel hopeful at the time, especially when I was walking, because I was like, wow, I'm going to have so much, um, so much fuel after this, like, artistically. And, like, I have to, like, if I make it out of this, like, this is what I'm going to write about. And that's what I, like, really, really felt. <laughs> that was really, really naive because it's not like you go crazy and you get to write about it. <laughs> it's not like that at all. And so, um, and so then I, so they took me to the hospital. I had a psychiatric evaluation. was fine. Um, it was really, 
I thought all the doctors were like fucking around with me though. And I was just like really, really curt with them. And they made, my sister flew up from San Diego, bless her soul. And she, she came and got me, um, from the hospital and they wouldn't release me unless I took Xanax and I refused. And I was like, I am not taking anything for the rest of my life, let alone this hospital administered Xanax, which I don't know where it came from. And, and they were like, well, you're not going home then. (laughs) And and really, yeah. And they just wanted you to take, cause like, so you wouldn't be a threat to society basically. Like you'd be all chilled out and calm. Like I would be, they didn't want me liable. They didn't want me to, well, yeah, they didn't want me to panic again at the airport. Oh, okay. Because my sister, my sister and I flew home to okay. LAX. Oh, so that. you need to take this if you're going to go. And yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Which makes sense. So then I did take it. My sister got there. I really did feel like everything was fine. <laughs> Which Life is, is so good. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm safe. Cool. And, um... Then, like, I, like, wasn't, I was, like, passing out. And I hadn't slept in a long time, so I was, like, passing out at the airport. My sister's like, Sarah, you've got to make it on the plane. You've got to make it on the plane. So I get on the plane. The next thing I know, I'm waking up. We're landing in LAX. And, um, and I spent the night at Families in Claremont. And then I woke up, and I was like, wow, I have, like, nothing's better yet. And I knew that I had to... I knew nobody was going to believe me when I, if I was just like, you know, like I'm, I'm abstaining from everything, but I did and I have, and I tried AA for a while for about a month and it was very scary and I didn't, I chose not to do it and I never, I never, I always keep in mind, like, yeah, maybe I'm an alcoholic, but I think it's kind of scary to think, like, once you start um, claiming that, it just, like, further, further is ingrained into you, and, like, it becomes sort of characteristic of who you are. This little, like, monster in your head kind of thing? Yeah. Or, like, you could slip up any minute, like, every day, you know, and it's like, I don't... Like, you think right now, if you had one beer, I mean, yeah, I don't think you'd go crazy run down to the liquor store and buy a bottle of vodka and start chugging it in the streets. <laughs> no, I don't Prancing, think I would. like, singing in the rain. I don't. Popping back here and dancing in all the puddles. Hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> I'm getting it all. <laughs> no, I don't think I would either. And, like, I've been, like, I'm I'm the only one I know besides, besides, um, who I've been, besides Corey who I've been dating, that, uh-huh. like, I'm the only person that I know that's my age that doesn't drink. And that's really, like, it's great because I know that I, it's not really about, it's not really about self-control, like holding back from a bottle. It's more just like, I need to stay with myself, um, for my own well-being. It's not, and it, it, and it is, but it is, it is always something that I think about. Like I've never been a one drink kind of girl. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Cause I'm the same way. Yeah. 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 One drink kind of girl. <laughs> Alex Star. <laughs> it's just me and my, what are those, uh, my skinny, skinny those, margarita. Yeah. Yeah. My skinny margaritas, which I would actually Star probably enjoy. Star is <laughs> Apple tea or something. Um, yeah. Well, I would imagine, too, so what I wanted to ask you is, um, yeah. I would imagine, yeah, the hardest part, um, it's like when I've tried to do it for even just a week at a time, 
Um, it's more like habitual almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't drink every day. Like, I don't come home. I don't people that come home and say, like, "Oh, I need a beer." So yeah. I don't really like beer, but especially I'm like, <laughs> you're like, "Oh, I need apple tea." <laughs> <laughs> that would be more ha- likely to happen. Yeah. Than a beer. Yeah. I'm be like, I just need a Cosmo. <laughs> I spent 500 bucks on a Prada handbag. Um, shop out? Shop <laughs> out? Or alcohol? Both. Um, These are my confessions. <laughs> um, but, it, like, on the weekends and stuff, yeah, yeah. same thing. It just, it's so social. It is so social. And, and also when you, um, you know, like, people say, oh, like, you know, here have a beer and oh no i'm all good why no, <laughs> oh yeah that, like, sure yeah so i'm yeah. preaching the choir i'm sure but that's the you know hardest what, for you me know is it's it so long before i can like resist like no no it's okay and that, just have one no no i'm good and then you think to yourself all these things of like oh it's just one and like yeah. oh i'll be feeling you know, yeah, with all the I'm just, <laughs> I'm, totally I'm totally kidding no but do you know what's funny is tammy's been saying this to me lately she goes you know what I hate is when we go somewhere like somebody's house and they know like about like your situation or like you're not drinking and they'll, they'll say like, Oh yeah, we have beers or you know, whatever, mixing drinks. And they'll come up to you and be like, I have water. <laughs> like, did you want some apple juice? Yeah. <laughs> like looking like really like yeah, guilty like, and like, sorry. don't know what to offer you. And yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Yeah. But it did take me, I don't remember when the transition was. I think it was when I started hearing, out with friends that um actually really well I got I got really lucky after all this because I moved in with my aunt and uncle and my cousins in Orange County and um I made a really good friend Jeremy and he and like now I mean he's one of my best friends today and all of my other close relationships are through him that I made in the last year year and a half and he, he's, he's really, he's a really, really awesome guy. And he like drinking, isn't like a focal, like central part of their friendships or like, um, like congregations. Uh And so that changed a lot. And I remember the first time I went over to my friend's house, it's Jeremy's best friend, Renjit. And we all went swimming, and then we were all playing that game where you, like, wear the thing on your head. You have to guess who you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And I remember sitting there. This is last summer. And I was like, this is so fucking weird because nobody's drinking. Yeah. And, like, I had never been. And, like, I was having fun. I was, right. like, laughing and, like, eating. Somebody made fudge. And it was just, like, a great day. And I was like, this is so fucking weird. And, like, I felt, I felt like, really, I felt really out of place because... Or, like, I had something to, that I was almost hiding from them because I wouldn't be like, guys, this is, like, my first sober fun time ever. <laughs> you know? It was it was so weird. Yeah. It was so weird. And, like, that's definitely, um, I mean, that became more of a norm for me and hanging out with that group of people. That, and it was that, really that, nice. That must be completely crucial. Finding group Friends. of people that are not. I think so. I think especially in the beginning because now, yeah. I mean, like, a lot of my friends in LA drink and that's, and like, I go out with them. Yeah. I go out with them and it's never a, it's never any sort of, um, I mean, I hope it's not for them. Like awkward, but it's never awkward for me. And, um, 
also lucky you have the personality that it doesn't really matter if you're, you know what I mean? Like, if you were real yeah. quiet and reserved yeah. and was out partying, it'd be a lot harder. It would be, um, yeah. And I was never... you outgoing personality that it doesn't... I was never, like, a, I was never, like, a switch like that now, which always made me rationalize. Like, I'm not alcoholic. Like, I just get more fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I go but, from fun to fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's, that's not good. I mean, that's, I mean... That, that is good that I, that I am outgoing and friendly, but there was definitely a time. And I, as I was saying, I don't remember when exactly the switch was, but it went from kind of a, like a, an impending, okay, is this going to be temporary? I think like once after I hit a year, I was like, you know, this is kind of, this is what is, this is like what I am right now. Right. And that's sober. And that's like, I don't need anything and I don't need and the best part is, like, not needing anything to feel better. Yeah. And, like, like I already – and because I think it – I see it, like – I see it visually, and, like, it's, like, a building up of, like, me, Sarah, and, like, there's so much of me now that I've built without any substance, and to bring any of that in, I feel would just literally, like, pull me out from the bottom right. step, and then I'd have to start over. And it's not right. to say that I would just, like – become this crazy like raging right. alcoholic but it's just like i'm really proud of that progress yeah no it's great yeah yeah no it's great and, and, and yeah when you first told me about it i just know that it could that, i mean that just must be it's just a hard thing to do in, in today's it is a hard thing to society do. right now and it is our age especially yeah and it is really what was really hard was like all the questioning and yeah. like and like people don't want to talk about it like this you know and like sometimes i don't either and it's hard i used to be really worried that people were going to be like oh she's an alcoholic and i didn't want that stigma and then i didn't want yeah there's a stigma with someone like oh i'm not drinking yeah and like yeah but i think i mean I've, i've always had really supportive concerned friends and family and sometimes i think probably like because of our because of our peer group and um, because of my friends who are more my age than obviously various family members, they like, they stick up for me. And it's not like, they'll say like, oh no, she doesn't drink. And it's not like, <laughs> it's not like, whoa, like warning or anything or like. Put a sticker on your forehead. Yeah, it's you just like, oh no, she doesn't drink. Like she doesn't drink anymore. And it's funny because some people, some people will say, oh, so you just like never got into it. And I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I got really into it. And I got really out of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. It took you. You, you plunged ten percent into the deep end. I guess. That's what my sister says. <laughs> <laughs> my si- well, my sister says, and I love this. Um. Uh. This metaphor is like some people can take their. Because um, like my family all went through a lot, and my sister is like definitely type A, and she is really. She's hard on herself, but she's also really, um, like, I mean, everybody has self-destructive behaviors to some extent, but my sister said, like, there's always, like, you were always the kind of girl that had, like, one hand off the rails, and then there was a time where, like, you were both hands off the rails, and, like, you didn't care, like, if you were gonna, if you were gonna crash or not, and so it feels, it feels better, but then... It's, I think it's a balance between, like, gripping too tightly and then just, like, feeling like you're able to steer yourself. Wow. I like that. Yeah. Did you ever get that feeling of, um, like, wanting to just sink back into the abyss and not worry about it? 
Um, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do sometimes. I feel like yeah. everybody kind of... Yeah. Um, I do... Actually, I was thinking about this recently because um, um, I was thinking about, like, if something really catastrophic happened or, like, something out of my control like a death or like yeah, yeah, yeah. heartbreak or something. It was, right. I was actually thinking about heartbreak and I was, I know, <laughs> which is so like, don't think about that if it's not at hand. But I was thinking about like how I've been through that before and how devastating it was right. and how I dealt with it and how it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't in a good way, but, or the healthiest way, but how, how good it felt to not feel for periods at a time by, you know, doing a lot of blow and like staying up. <laughs> One time Rachel and I had like a photo shoot. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, my heart's broken. <laughs> ching, ching, ching. Heartbroken album. Make a scrapbook. Oh my God. Facebook album. Yeah, heartbreak. Heartbreak. <laughs> but no, I was thinking like, I was just kind of like prepping, I guess. Like, how would I cope? Like, how would I cope? Cause I, I set myself up and like, I had the support in Orange County before I moved basically to Los Angeles where like I didn't have any real like jolting experiences. There were a few things. There were a few like, you know, excuse me. There were a few, um, like, uh, like what's the word I'm looking for? Interactions Mm. that were, you know, less than desirable or even, even like antagonistic and, and those didn't feel good, but I was always able to process them, but they weren't like real, like crazy things happening. Right, right. And now I feel like I have, like, there's more of a risk. And I do think about that. I think about how it would be easy to mostly like want to not feel. Right. Right. Yeah. And you can't, you're not going to know how you're going to do react to that until it actually happens, huh? No, I can't. But I know I know that I would feel really, really terrible to undo all the work that I've done. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I really I yeah. And even like I don't think that I would ever <laughs> like it, imagine like I like went out and like got drunk one time alone. Right. Like I would Ugh, that would be like the, the heaviest thing to bear. Right. Like I would, I, I just don't see myself doing that. Really. Oh my God. I thought that man was naked. Oh my God. Oh, dang. <laughs> Did you? I mean, no. So by the time I saw him, you said, I thought that man. Was oh, naked. so I didn't have time to actually see him. But his shorts are the same color yeah. as his body. Yeah. Just, those are like orange shorts. That's saying something about his skin. <laughs> Wow, that's kind of nice watering. Yeah. He's got a great lawn. You know, what about us? Share the wealth. Yeah, you guys. Well, I didn't realize that. I know. It looks like a drug house. Don't say that. The lawn is non-existent. We're in a drought. That's true. That's probably why he's hand watering. Well, should I hand water? There's nothing there to water. (laughs) I'll get a bucket. No seeds are going to... Nothing's going to sprout, I don't think. That's dead? What? <laughs> the lawn? If I water it, it won't get green? I don't think so. Not at this point. Really? I don't think so. I mean, it's... Maybe I should talk to the landlord. 
I mean, do you really want a lawn? It would be nice. Yeah, that would be really nice. Why wouldn't I want a lawn? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it is in a drought, so that's a good point. Yeah. You'd be out there hand watering. It'd be kind of nice. The cat would be roaming around on it. <laughs> kind of cool. Parrots in the trees. Yeah. Green parrots, green lawn. It'd be pretty sweet. Green palm trees. <laughs> Just listing every green house. <laughs> Green broom. <laughs> Backpack. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, but it's, um, I think it's, you just don't hear that many people our age being able to do that and to, and stick with it, I think is the main thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, that feels kind of nice, too, because I tend to jump around. Yeah. <laughs> And so, I mean, this is a, this is a long endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. And to be, to be frank, it is so much easier than, I mean, I don't think about it that often. Right. How long, um, how long did it last where you were still wanting? Well, well, yeah, (laughs) that too, but like. No, it wasn't like, I don't think it was like. You keep going farther and farther with the microphone, yeah. Oh, well, I see this is in my back. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You can scoot over this way. Oh, okay. Nice. That's better. Um, How long was I wanting to? How long did it take before you were like, no, I don't even think about it anymore? I mean, how long was it where you were, oh, man, I I still want to go out with my friends this weekend, right? It would still be nice to have a drink until you got to the point where... Um, before you were, you know what? My birthday was a big milestone, my twenty fifth. Cause so that was like eleven months then. Yeah. Wow. Quick math, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was. I did Twelve minus one. <laughs> <laughs> one of my students was like, "How much is eight months a year?" <laughs> I was like, "You don't want many months for a year. You're eight. <laughs> But she, I mean, I was, yeah, I was turning 25. It was my first sober birthday. And actually, I don't know. I don't, that's a good question. How long before I don't think, before I just stop thinking about it. And it's like, like, I remember somebody brought a friend that I didn't know too well came to my birthday party. I had a big, big birthday party and it was so much fun. Sorry. You weren't invited. <laughs> actually, I, I think I did invite you. You might. I wasn't, I was in Northern California at that point in March. Oh, yeah. 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 And, um, <laughs> I, I remember he brought like beer, like beer that I really like uh-huh. and like a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. And I remember being like, Oh, like he doesn't know that I don't drink. And he like, was like here. And I was like, oh, okay, like I'm going to put these in the cooler. You know, everybody brought their own. And, um, and I remember like, it's always things like that or like get togethers like that where I'm like, Oh, for a second, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like, I would be doing that. Right. right. But it's not like, ah. You're not sitting there yet. Yeah. It's yeah. not kind of like. Yeah. You're not sitting there and another thing, it. I think a, another big thing was when my best friend Sarah got married in August and she, um, at her wedding, like, you know, everybody's having such a good time. It was so much fun and everybody's drinking. And I remember thinking it's so nice to not have to keep tabs on like my drinks and like, I would lose so many drinks and like, you know, glasses, of course I'd drop one or 
<laughs> or like lose one or, you know, yeah. just, and like, it's such an upkeep, like keeping like yourself like at a good level or not caring and just like going, you know, just kind of losing your mind right. and, um, remembering like, what am I drinking? Am I drinking wine or beer? Am right. I not caring? Right. You know? Right. <laughs> and you wake up in the morning and you remember everything. You remember everything. Right. Because alcohol does, I mean, it is, it's a depressant, so it has this really innate ability to just suppress, you know what I mean? Kind of yeah. everything. And just bring, like, whether you're really happy or kind of sad, it brings you to this, like, median, I feel like. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It brings you to the state where, like, you can get to any time you drink, like, yeah. five drinks. Whether you were super stoked, yeah. you're going to be yeah. super stoked, but at this level, the drunk level. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Well, now you're going to be at that same drunk level. It's so weird because I've never... But you miss all the, like, continuities that go on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just kind of blurs into this haze Mm -hmm. sometimes. And it's nice to have... I I hate saying this, but it's nice to have highs and lows. Yeah. I mean, I don't like being low, but... Yeah, but (laughs) but everything is relative anyway. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, you can't have highs unless you have lows. And so if you just... Yeah. So, but it's, but yeah, remembering is a really big perk (laughs) and so is, you know, like, actually this is funny. Sometimes like I'll go out with friends or we'll all be at someone's house and dinner will go on until, you know, 1130 or something and everybody will be drinking and having fun and then we'll wake up and everybody's just feels like shit Yeah. and we don't get brunch until like noon and, and sometimes I feel like. What's the word? Like, um, like, not socially, like a... Awkward. N- <laughs> no, not at all. No, like a, like it's a contagious hangover. Like I feel hungover based on everybody oh, else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Like I'm just like... super upbeat and you're like, yeah, and you know, feed off the energy Yeah, people. the reverse of that. Yeah, yeah everybody's just like, oh, fuck this. this. Like, oh my God, like what did I even do? I'm just like, I feel like shit too, you guys. <laughs> Sometimes that'll happen, but now I never feel, um, yeah, I never feel, I mean, my, my time's valuable to me too, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember like after I graduated college feeling like, oh, okay, so I have to go to work and going to class hungover is one thing and going to work hungover is just not acceptable <laughs> for my own personal standards. Right. And, and, um, and like getting drunk on a Friday and then being in bed until like one on Saturday is just yeah. like a waste of life. It is, huh? Yeah. And so I don't deal with that anymore. And yeah. That feels quite nice. But I, actually, gosh, I could talk about this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to go, Sam. I know. What's your, what's, your, what's your last thought here that you... Well, I was going to say, like, right when, I, right when I stopped drinking, I had so much energy. Yeah? And like, yeah. Like, I felt like through, like, it was... <laughs> It's like, I can compare it to like feeling like really, really horny in high school and just being like, what is, where's all this coming from? <laughs> mom, what's happening to me? Uh, I don't think I ever asked my mom. <laughs> but like, you know, just feeling like, just holy shit. <laughs> Google, how do you masturbate? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just getting dumped with that. <laughs> She's like, no, I can't edit out. I'm not that good at computer. Sorry. <laughs> no, but just feeling like so much. Yeah. I felt like that, like. I felt like I had to, like, be, like, I couldn't, it was so hard to sit down. 
it was so hard to sit down. Like I, I, you're doing uh, a great job right now, by the way. <laughs> it's been like 45 minutes. <laughs> I haven't gotten up one. Yeah, no. I've definitely gotten better at sitting. Sitting yeah. something I sort of excel in now. <laughs> no, but it was really hard to like keep still. I felt like a lot of, and now that I'm saying this, I almost feel like I've heard like alcoholics say that like in the meetings, but it was really hard to like be still. And I know that it had to like doing, it had to do with like sitting with myself mentally too. But, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but then now like I, I still have, I have, I'm pretty energetic. And I don't yeah. have, um, I don't have days where I'm just like, feel like debilitated or like sucked. Hazy? Do you get the, you don't have any of those hazy days anymore or? Hazy. Do you know what I mean? Or just a different type of hazy? Um. It's like the hungover hazy and then there's just kind of the hazy regular, day. like, uh, side effect of consciousness where you just wake up kind of hazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another, I'm trying to a better word for it. Um, <laughs> not clear. <laughs> Unclear? Um, yeah, we just, you just, you know, a little more. Uh, like sluggish? Um, yeah, sluggish, kind of more lethargic. Just like, your yeah. mind's not, you know, some days you wake up like, and your mind's yeah. on point. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like creative yeah. and it's just ready to go and take on a day mm-hmm. and smile at everybody and talk with everybody. Yeah. Then other days it's just a little. A step that puts you down. Yeah. Um, and and when you have yeah. a hangover, it's like a, it's terrible. You <laughs> yeah, know? it is. But then you get like but a yeah. And so are those a lot less? They are a lot less. Yeah. So much so that it's hard to. No, there was, there was a time like before things started getting like e- a lot easier. I think it came with this new year, and like I was at my birthday was definitely a milestone. But like, this time last year. Like, I remember the end of October, like, November even, was, like, really, really hard. And I, like, I woke up a lot feeling like, fuck, like, I I don't feel good, you mm-hmm. know? And that's the worst way to wake up, even worse than being hungover. Yeah. So at least when you're hungover, you're like, I know the exact source you of this. Blame it. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I just feel like it's almost like that's how I was waking up and then it was still like that when I was hungover. It's just like this is the real core of it, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Well, that's very interesting. The whole thing is interesting. Um, yeah, that was a good story. Thank you. You were very open about it, too. I know. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. most people wouldn't be. That's what I liked about you. You know? Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful day to have this talk, too, like we said earlier. Right on, you won't crack den here over here. Please don't call it that. <laughs> it's a cute, it's a very it's quaint a little crack den. It's a pretty quaint little crack den you got going on over here. Oh, come on. Uh, Tell them about the inside. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's basically the lawn. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, it's basically the lawn. I come home at night a lot, you know, so it doesn't yeah, really look right. that cracky. Well, it's really more like we said, life is relative. So here <laughs> is your low. <laughs> And then your Fuck neighbor off. right here is the beautiful high. That is ecstasy over there. <laughs> I just gotta get this... to that lawn, man. Come yeah. <laughs> on, man. I gotta water this dirt. <laughs> so, okay, you have to go to work, huh? It's Maybe. 2 o'clock. Exactly? 201. 
What? Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I gotta get ready for work. Alright, I'm gonna sign off. Alright, Sarah out. <laughs> I don't have a catchy out phrase yet. <laughs> Do one for me. Shooting star. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Later!